So on that note, with the federal election and voting and everything like that, um, I know ACR has a new campaign out, so maybe you can share that with us. And I know, I just want to say from the get-go, I know you cannot say vote for this or vote for that. And I think that's good, actually. I actually think there's very wise, even if you could, because that would just cause a whole lot of controversy. Uh, But, okay, so I've had a few listeners message me, um, variety, but I'm going to try and wrap up those questions in in kind of one way. Um, Many of them feel like they can't vote for either of the parties, um, even if it was to be like for the people within those parties because they think oh, a vote for an individual in that party means a vote for that party and so they ethically can't. Um, so I guess just helping understand the voting process. So if we vote for individuals, what does that process look like? like? Where does that vote go? And then maybe you can share a bit more about the campaign and how ACL is talking about voting for the people versus the party. That's great. So, um, yes, when you go to vote, there's going to be two pieces of paper. One's a smaller green piece of paper that's like a DL size and yes. the other is the long white Senate paper. Yep. With the green paper, that's your House of Representatives. And the reason why it's called the House of Representatives is because there is a representative for every electorate around Australia that sits in our House of Representatives in, Queen, in um, Canberra. And so you are voting on who is going to represent your electorate on that green piece of paper. And whoever wins the majority of seats on that green piece of paper, they're the ones who form government and their leader will be the prime minister. Okay. Now, when you get your green piece of paper, um, you, need to, you need to number every box. And this is where it's really important because your, your um, preferences matter as much as who you put as number one because your paper will not expire. It will not actually stop being counted until your very last um, number is, is actually accounted for. So you, you vote, if you vote number one for um, a minor party or an independent and that person does not um, have enough votes to actually win, then your piece of paper, your vote will be moved to your next vote and so on and so oh, on. Okay. So your vote will never expire. Your vote actually stops with the person who, who wins. And so even the order that you put your major parties really matters. So if you, you might decide that you want to choose a major party as number one, then that if that major party doesn't win, your vote will then go to the second one. And then it matters, for instance, if you put like which which of the major parties you put or who you put above the other because whoever wins will be the one that um, gets the most votes and your vote will stop there, if that makes sense. that's really good to clarify. But if you vote for a minor party or an independent and that person does not get enough votes, there is still a benefit in that because they will receive, if they get over 4% of the vote, they get funding to be able to run in, in the next election. Okay. But it also, it does send a message. And this is in the green because that's the House of Representatives. You, you, you have to vote. You have to number every box. When you go to the white, long, long paper, it's like a long piece of toilet paper, to be honest. Yes, it's, it's huge. Yeah. <laughs> um, you either vote above the line and you have to number six boxes or you vote below the line and you have to number 12 boxes if you vote below the line. I know it's a little bit of a, an ask, but I encourage people to vote below the line and go 12. Because if you vote above the line and you vote just the six, you are voting for parties. So you are voting for the Liberal, uh, the ALP or the Greens or 
Pauline Hanson's One Nation or United Australia Party, you are voting for a party. Okay. And they will decide which order they want to put their candidates in. Okay. So if you vote below the line and you just you are choosing then and you only have to do 12, so it's not a huge amount more, you can fill in more than 12 and above the line you can fill in more than six if you like, but you have to fill in six and below the line you have to fill in 12. So, again, below the line, when you're, if you do choose to do that and you choose to choose who you want to, to actually vote number one, you can vote for, um, for the exact person that you want in each party. You don't have to vote for all the party. You can vote for just one of the Senate candidates in that party or you can vote for all of them or you can vote um, for the minors first and then, okay. the, and again, the voting will, will the preferences will flow. And so whoever you uh, vote for, that that person needs to get a certain amount of votes to get across the line. And your vote, if it doesn't get that person across the line and that person doesn't get up, then your vote will move to the next person that you've voted for. Okay, So it, it's the, the white one is more complicated, but if you just remember six above or 12 below, and if you vote for low, you're voting for people, not parties. Great. And in the green one, just make sure you number every box, but it doesn't it's it's up to you to make the preferences. Don't don't let a party tell you how your preferences should go. You you decide yourself. Okay. And that means if for the green one people just need to look up and research in the electric uh, electric <laughs> electric, <laughs> yeah. Um they do who their representatives will, are. Yeah, we are putting out a questionnaire. It's I think it's going out today, to be honest. So the questionnaire is going out to every candidate. And so we will be making wow. public the candidates' answers on, on things that really matter um, to every Australian, to be honest, but particularly people of faith. And so we'll be making those answers known. So that will help. But I also suggest that people just decide, what are your top three things in this election that really matter mm -hmm. to you? Or maybe five. Perhaps don't go more than five. But between three and five, what's the top things that really matter to you? So is it education? Is it health? Is it parental rights? Is it, um, you know, perhaps removing uh, sex-selective abortions from Medicare? You know, things like that. There are more specific things as well. But decide what are your top issues and send those questions to your candidates and do your research as well okay. because everybody will have different things that really get to their heart. Yep. You know, for you, Cass, you've already identified that you, you really care about the parental rights and you really care about um, life. Yep. And so those would be some of your issues. But other people might really care about public housing or, or education or different, you know, maybe they care about the mandates. Just make sure that you think through what is it that really matters to me in this election and ask your candidates and vote accordingly. Okay, that's fantastic. That was actually the best explanation I have heard about voting because I have been looking up different YouTube things, trying to wrap my head around it. That was exactly what I needed and I have no doubts that many listeners did as well. So about this campaign, so ACL is going to email or contact every single candidate across Australia. Yes, we are in wow. every electorate. And wow. so we've got a list of them. Um, our list at the moment is up to 776. I checked this wow. morning. Um, but we expect it to go up to about 900. So yep. it's not until about the second week in May that's the cutoff for people to nominate as a candidate. But we're going to go out early and then we will catch up on the latecomers later on. Yep. So we, um, we have, we've had a team of people 
doing this, going through and finding the um, most of their email addresses you can find on Facebook or on their own um, mm. website pages. And so we are going out with this and we will be making sure that everyone knows who didn't answer as well or who refused yeah. to answer. Um, we're also asking the parties, but we would prefer people to know about the people that they're voting for rather than the parties. Yeah. The, the thing about the parties is that, you know, the Labor Party, for instance, they vote as a block. Very rarely do you get a conscience vote in the Labor Party. And then in the Liberal side, um, they do get a conscience vote. And so then we saw five of them vote against yes. the Prime Minister with the Religious Discrimination Bill. And that made a big difference too. So there's pros and cons for both um, sides. So if you ask the party, not necessarily will the party be able to deliver what, what they're, they're promising. Yep. But if you ask um, a candidate, how do you feel about um, uh, the mature minor policy? And, and we've gone with basically yes or no answers so that it's not hard to answer. Great, great. Um, and so we want to know because I think, the important thing for us is that we need good people in Parliament across both colours of the major parties and we need good independents. I don't think anybody thinks that this election we won't see, particularly in the Senate, a number of independents or minor parties get up this time because yeah. people seem to be turning against the major parties to a degree. And so we think in the Senate it might be a little bit of a fruit salad. So we need to make sure that we ask them as well because their votes will really yes. matter. Yeah. And it's not that they can't go back on what they've said, but we will have a record and we'll be able to go to them and say, this is what you promised yeah. and this is what the people of Australia expect you to do because we made this public. You promised that you would do this. Please explain why you are not doing that now. That's fantastic. Look, yeah. I am really looking forward to this. So when...